Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly Wilkness. This is episode 321, the top Pinterest trends for 2019. I'm so excited to be talking about this. This is going to be fun, Kelly. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 321. Yes, 250 million people are on Pinterest. And the top trends are pulled from searches that are made and they see what people are searching over a six-month period. And those that sort of bubble to the top are the top Mm -hmm. trends in all the categories. So we're going to be going through the top trends on Pinterest in the home decor category today. And we have um, a sponsor that we want you to know about. It's D. Lawless Hardware. D. Lawless Hardware is a family-owned business in Illinois. They make beautiful hardware, reasonably priced, and have the absolute top-notch customer service that you're going to find. And we have a $250 giveaway going on right now for D. Lawless Hardware. So we'll have the link in the show notes. We want you to click over there, sign up for to enter the giveaway, and we hope that one of you is the lucky winner. You're going to find beautiful made-in-the-USA hardware for your drawers and doors and knobs and all, pulls and all sorts of things, in addition to some decorative items. So head over to D. Lawless take a look around, enter the giveaway, and then stay tuned. And I'm going to be showing you as the weeks progress how I'm using some of these wooden medallions from D. Lawless. I think that they're going to be a great accent in my living room. Oh, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, they just came in the mail. So I'm excited to get them up on the wall and then I'll take pictures. Maybe I'll even do a video and show everybody how I'm using them. And they were so inexpensive. I think they were $3.29 each or something like that. Oh, we'll save that for our next episode on budget-friendly decorating ideas. Oh, okay. All right, scratch that. I'm, I'm going to say it again later. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it both times. I think we're good with that. So these were very interesting. I felt this these top uh, Pinterest trends, and these are things that are being pinned right now, uh, it's a little deja vu-y to me. Yeah, how so? Well, I mean, like, there are a lot of retro things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see that, right? Mm-hmm. So she want to run through, just go through the list and then talk about what, how we feel about them and maybe how people can implement these mm-hmm. trends in their homes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. I mean, mm-hmm. the first one I saw was mustard yellow becoming mm-hmm. <laughs> the color. <laughs> I don't know. Do I you mean, like I, mustard yellow? I think you might remember. And everybody who's listening might know that is my accent color. Hello. I've talked about it before. Uh, okay. Well, then that cuts out everything I was going to say next. You can say, <laughs> you can say anything you want about it. I love, I don't love the word mustard and I don't mm-hmm. like mustard. I'm definitely more of a ketchup girl when it comes to burgers and hot dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like to call it like a saffron yellow or a burnt yellow. It doesn't have to be that more uh, grayish, greenish, mustardy yellow. Uh, well, see, now you're changing things. See, I think a saff- I think those other yellows sound like prettier yellows to me. Mustard yellow doesn't sound pretty. To I me. think it was just the word they use because then they, they also call it rebel yellow, which is, you know, kind of like that's just the kind of the term that they used for the Pinterest article. And then the Gen Z yellow. So uh, I don't, I think mm-hmm. it's a broader category or color wave than just mustard. And 
I'm definitely loving that color. It does mm-hmm. a lot for my house. Mm-hmm. I started using that color here because some of the um, smaller panes and the inlays in my windows are yellow. Okay. And so I wanted to just keep that color going. Plus, I've always loved that color. It's the color of sunflowers. It's mm-hmm. the color of lots mm-hmm. of things that I really love. So, uh, and it looks great with the black and the white and the gray. So I'm well, really happy about that one. Well, that's true. And I like the yellow that you have in your house, but I don't see this as the color that you you have. So when I have, so as I say this, this is not about the color in your house. Okay. But the mustard yellow kind of reminds me of the 70s with those yellow refrigerators. Oh, yeah. I could totally get that. Did you have one with the brown trim around the edges to make it even more uh, yellow? (laughs) No, we had an avocado colored refrigerator, which was fabulous. But yeah, I can see where you're going with that. It's it's definitely, um, you know, there are good shades of this Mm -hmm. type of yellow Mm -hmm. and there are bad shades of it. And it also does bring back certain memories from that time frame. But I think it's a color that can be used in really fresh ways. We saw it a lot. uh, I want maybe eight years ago, 10 years ago when it it started to come into vogue with the grays, there was a lot of fabrics done Mm -hmm. in the grays and the whites Mm -hmm. and the yellows. Remember Mm -hmm. that? It was kind Mm -hmm. of that mustardy yellow, but now it's coming back sort of on its own. And Mm -hmm. I really love, I think it really does a lot for certain palettes. It definitely is a very extreme pop in my house. And I like the way that looks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I so I guess my comment on this would just to be very careful about the particular shade you're using because I think some of them can I don't I mean but you know some people if it has a retro feel 1970s they think that's a cool thing but for right. me I I mean I personally think of the 70s as a dark time for fashion and for design a dark time <laughs> Those were the dark years. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm, so I, I, res- I respect the way you're mm-hmm. looking at this and your mm-hmm. views hundred percent, mm-hmm. but the way I look at this yellow is it's um, happy and mm-hmm. poppy. And I like the fact that it also could go sort of from the autumn into the spring and the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, we don't really do deep, dark winter here. So it right, kind of works for me all year round. Yeah. And I do like yellow. So anyway, so that was just that. So yeah. So let's talk about then how you can add it. I think you kind of did talk a little bit about that. I, I suggest not doing the washer dryer refrigerator in the yellow. I'm with you on that. So I'm kind of thinking that's probably not the best idea there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, it will go out. But I think if you're going to be adding it in pillows and throws and and textiles, maybe in a rug, something like that, I think that's going to be a lot safer way to add the color in a way that when you're tired of it, if you do tire of it later, it will be easy to take out. Exactly. And that's pretty much how I have added it. I, the other aspect of this type of yellow is it – it kind of goes hand in hand with gold, mm-hmm. whether it's an unlacquered gold or whether it's a, even a little, um, not not the shiny brass, but was a little bit more gilded. Mm-hmm. You know, the gilded that we love, like in the frames that we love and all of that. I love gold with, with gray. I used to not. I used to think silver was the only way to go there. But the gold, it really looks beautiful. It warms it up, right? It, it does, warms up it the does. gray. So that's kind of what I've got going on because I have so much gray in my house. So mm-hmm. I really like that. And then uh, the natural extension to me from this this gildy gold was this this really warm yellow. Yeah, I think I think that's a great way to go. So it's 45% 
uptick in pinning or search, I should say, searching for mm-hmm. this this rebel yellow. And I can't, I, you know, of course, I love that name. I'm like, forget the mustard. Pass me the rebel yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going, totally going with that. Uh, yeah. What's your okay. accent color? Rebel yellow. Love that. I, I, I don't know why. Why is this such a rebellious color? I don't know, but it feels good. I, I'm so not a, it's probably, a rebel these it's days. Probably it's probably people fun. like me going, no, no, this is the color from the 70s. And they go, I don't care. I don't I'm a care. rebel. Bring it on. Exactly. You're like, okay, it's your house. Riding into town on my Harley with my rebel yellow pillows. <laughs> okay, there. Yeah, I'm I'm not seeing that. But on that whatever. Note, That's right. I'm I'm the one with the motorcycle license. Exactly. I was going to say, I I should just be clear. I never drove a motorcycle, but Anita has and has Mm -hmm. had a license. And yes, Mm -hmm. had a motorcycle. But it wasn't yellow. It wasn't yellow. No, I wouldn't have a yellow motorcycle. That is not rebel-y. No, but you better move on. (laughs) I know. I know. But you're just reminding me. I I want a Vespa now. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted a Vespa. Yeah. So I still want that. But okay. So on to number the next one which is contemporary fireplaces, sleek, modern, clean lines. And so I we're love looking, this. Well, I actually like this. Uh, it's, it's very contemporary looking. Uh, so what we're looking for is something that's not traditional, something very clean lines, probably no mantle or just a very sleek mantle, not brick. Maybe it's all stone or marble. I, I mean, how else would you describe? Yeah, no, I think, and it doesn't really have a surround. There's just sort of the simple opening. Oftentimes, the um, if there is stone, it's a, a single slab, and it may mm-hmm. go all the way up, or maybe it's just plastered. But it just there's just there's no break, as you said. There's no mantle. Oftentimes, there's not even any art above it because the actual. Uh, facade of the 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 fireplace is becomes the, the art, art right? Right, right it was right. there are mm-hmm. a few images that i looked at that i just thought was so beautiful i mean i that was the one i looked like real marble i don't know but the slab must have been absolutely gigantic and i could uh-huh. not see any seams i mean it just was phenomenal huh yeah that might be manufactured if it if they were able to do it with no seams, that's that's very interesting. Yes, it's a beautiful look. I think on these, the opening is another thing that often is different. Rather than a traditional, I guess the firebox tends to be kind of square, would you say, in a regular, a traditional oh, yeah. fireplace? Mm-hmm. So sometimes these are very long, very wide, and not very tall. So think of a panoramic view. So maybe, I don't know, I'm looking at one here. It looks like it's probably about a foot tall and it looks like it's about four feet wide. Wow. Yeah. I've seen ones more kind of like shaped like a shoebox on its side. You know, it's not mm-hmm. quite that narrow, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that definitely lends to the contemporary look. And then you're not going to have really the, if it's gas, you're not going to have the log set, you know, sitting on well, the, I the think little they metal usually- thing. I think they usually look at our gas. I don't think these are tend to be wood burning. Right. And you're right. They don't have the faux logs. I think they tend to have maybe some gas jets in some igneous rock where you just mm-hmm. see some fire shooting up. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've seen these in restaurants, that sort of setting, uh, ski lodges. And it's it's a very modern look. It's very pretty. Um, where I've seen mm-hmm. it uh, most up close and personal was in the HGTV house when mm-hmm. I am um, they invited me to go oh, yes. to yeah up to um, Seattle area and visit the house and tour it and all that. So I can link 
to that house and the my post on that house in the show notes so you can see mm-hmm. it it was absolutely stunning very sleek and modern and you know the house had a rustic feel to it but they did such a great job and so this fireplace was really the um focal point as it should have been of this living room and it it was you know, very much like the, what we're talking about now, just, you know, some stone, really not much of a mantle. There may have been some hearth from what I recollect, but very simple. And the fireplace was going and it just was so inviting and beautiful. Another thing that you can use with a, a um, this type of look, or if you're trying to convert your fireplace, even if it's a more traditional fireplace, but you want to give it a little bit of a modern twist or a little updated twist is... Uh, obviously, if it's gas, not a real log burning one, mm-hmm. you can take out the log set and then you can replace it with the uh, shards of glass, the ro- the rock that's glass oh, that is reflective. Mm-hmm. Um, I first saw this at a hotel that we stayed out down in Dana Point and we walked into the restaurant and this was the the big fireplace that you saw when you first walked in and the glass was blue. And I mean, it just struck me and you know, I'm not Mm. a blue girl, but it struck me. And Mm -hmm. I thought, Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. You know, this was years and years ago. And I thought if I ever do, you know, a a fireplace that's not real, I would love to do that. Um, So when we did the fireplace here outside, that's what we have. So mines are kind of like clear and gold tones and whatnot. But I'm working with my client uh, right now to do some tweaking in her living room. And she's got this old stone fireplace. Her house is sort of mid-century. So it's stone, but uh, so it's not really sleek, but it has that mid-century look to it. The stone goes all the way up to the ceiling. And it was just a traditional uh, log set, you know, that was, was very old. And then it had the the chain closure, you know, like, and you close it up. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we took all of that out. Uh, I spray painted the inside black high heat paint for her. I put sand in the bottom. In fact, I just did this yesterday. I finished it yesterday. And then on top of it, we, her accent color is this tealish blue. So we did clear light blue and then a smattering of the teal stone, glass stones on top of it. It is spectacular. That sounds gorgeous. And something else you can do now, this is not a cheap fix, but you can have your fireplace recovered with new material, uh, plastered or covered with marble or whatever. I mean, you can have it redone. And I don't mm-hmm. know if they, sometimes they may take off what what's there now. And sometimes they build around it to add something. So, you know, there's, you it, that can be done if you really don't like the look of it. Yeah. I mean, you could take off if you had a mantle surround that you didn't really care for. It'd probably be more complicated if there was a hearth involved in all of that because then it's raised. So that might be a little strange. But if it's just surrounding it and it, it meets the floor, you can just take that off. And then well, you're you talking just, about you're talking about a mantle. Right. But the whole like, you know, you have the mantle surround. Well, you're talking about come off. Well, you're talking about one of the, you're talking about the antique ones. I'm talking about sometimes it's a whole, it's, it's, it's bricked all the way up to the ceiling or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about two different things. I mean, obviously, depending on what kind of a surround you have will require a different solution. But, you know, talk to a handyman if there's, if you want to rip it out and just see what might be involved. Yeah, because you can, that's a, uh, that would really be a game changer. 
Mm-hmm. And, and the he, ones you're talking about, that would be pretty easy to take off. Yeah, right? And then it's mm-hmm. gas, and then you could change the logs to the stones, and it's a completely different look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great way to update. You get a, you could easily get a completely different look in your room. Right. And if anybody is interested in those uh, glass fire stones, um, just don't go home and break a lot of bottles. That's not going to work for you. But you can buy them on Amazon. I found such a price point difference between the fireplace online stores or fireplace brick and mortar stores on Amazon. It's um, averaging around $24 for 10 pounds. Now, 10 pounds of glass, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. not a tremendous amount. You probably, depending on the size of your fireplace, you're going to need probably eight to 10 orders. So like mm-hmm. almost 80 to a hundred pounds. Wow. You think you need that? Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Because you know, you get it and then you pour it in there. And you're like, wow, that's not a lot. Well, it's heavy too. So right. yeah. yeah. And you definitely, like you said, you want to buy something made for this because you don't want glass. That's not going to be able to handle that kind of heat that might pop and break Yeah, with the heat or, and you don't want those sharp edges. So don't, don't DIY this one. No, no, no. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So the next uh, Pinterest trend for 2019, big upward tick in the searches for textile art, over mm-hmm. a 1,700% increase mm-hmm. in people searching for textile art. And, you know, when I first think of textile art, I think of those macrame things, which mm-hmm. we don't like. We, we, we totally respect it if you like it, but we don't like it. And we kind of know that that's on the way out. But here's the thing. It's a little bit different what people are actually ultimately landing on it. It's mm-hmm. more like displaying uh, weavings in a frame or hanging rugs, which I think you've done, Anita, right? Yes, I did. I did. I have hung rugs on the wall. And I think that's a great way to have some artwork on the wall. If you're on a budget, uh, you can always just hang one on the wall and you've got this massive piece of artwork. So you can do that. And like you said, I think of macrame too. Uh, what I'm seeing that's a little different now is it tends to be artwork. It tends to be something, you know, the macrame from the 70s. I think of these little things that, that people made and then they put their pot in it, their their plant with the pot in it hanging from the ceiling. But this tends to be something hanging on the wall and it tends to be have color from what I'm seeing. That's kind of how it's a little bit different now, but it does smack of the macrame from the seventies. And, you know, I've already said what I think about, you know, the seventies. So, (laughs) but, but, but listen, this is a little different. I mean, if you like it, great. And I think it's a little bit different, but I'm just saying that's why I have an aversion to it is I think it's just because I associate it with the seventies, but, but that's me. And, you know, on, and, and not all of this is that way. I mean, some of the textile art I've seen is art and it's framed and it's almost like somebody did a rug. I mean, so some of this really is that I've seen is quite lovely and I think it's lovely. Yes. And then, so that makes it non seventies, but yes, I mean, but my mind does go to that same place and I see the macrame, uh, a plant hanger with mm-hmm. the wandering Jew plant in it, you know, mm-hmm. straggling down. You're like, okay, we're done with that. Let's not go back to that. But what what I think is also what's going on with this textile art is actual 
artisan work. Like picture, you know, the pottery slash textile weaving shop that you wander in, you know, in Vermont or Ojai, mm-hmm. California or something like that, where, you know, it's, it's beautiful art and it's not set in a certain decade. It's just transcends. Mm-hmm. Well, and so- I have a friend who's a textile artist and she has uh, one of those, I guess it's a weaving I don't know what that thing is called. A loom. She has a loom in her house. Wow. And so she would, I think she makes things like this. I mean, and she's quite an artist. So, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, when I think of that, then I think, then I have a a much happier thought about it. And, you know, it is, it is artistry. And I mean, and this is very similar to making a fabric or to making a rug or something. So I think, yeah. So I think it's a lovely thing. And the whole idea of hanging, of artisan, of, Text textiles. I love that idea. Maybe, I mean, maybe we could even put in this category like a hand-painted silk or some other painted canvas, uh, the rugs. There are some beautiful tribal rugs. I think that would be gorgeous on a wall. The aubusons, uh, that would be beautiful on the wall as well. So I think there's a lot of things, a lot of ways you could incorporate this. And I think it has a very one-of-a-kind look and a very uh, artis- artisanal look. Yeah. And it's just one practical tip on hanging rug on the wall or mm-hmm. uh, you know, a big textile or a quilt or something like that. If you're in an apartment or you're in a, an attached townhouse or something like that, that might be a great way to help with the sound. Uh, oh, because, great idea. Yeah, because it's a natural sound barrier and bounce things off. I mean, everybody knows when they, if you're in a restaurant or something that doesn't have a lot of texture, a lot of fabrics, you know, it tends to be really loud. So adding anything like that in your home will definitely help to uh, soundproof it a little bit. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I have something else on this list that's in my house. Oh, do tell. Tin ceilings. Oh, I do love Or tin ceiling tiles, Mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. Even take it away, not necessarily on the ceiling. I remember when I first moved to California, and it was the first time I went to the Rose Bowl. And I so that was mm, 14, 15 years ago. And the tin ceiling tiles, you know, on their own, been salvaged or, you know, then of course, you know, three, four years later, it was all repros, but the tin ceiling tiles that had been salvaged were being framed oftentimes in some chippy kind of wood frame, something like that. They were so hot. Mm-hmm. And I bought a bunch of those at just as wall art. Mm-hmm. And had those for quite some time. But then I felt like that kind of just, you know, everybody was seeing it everywhere. And then it was, you know, trickle down to your TJ Maxx's and things like that. So then I I probably donated mine someplace and I didn't have it. And then we moved into this house and it has a tin ceiling in the dining room. And I love it. It was silver when we moved in and I painted it the Simply White to match everything else. But um they're coming back, whether you're putting them on the ceiling or on the wall. Well, for a long time, I had some antique tiles, ceiling tiles on my wall at, at our house. And there were two, uh, I had four very large pieces and they all fit together to create the pattern, as you know. And I thought it was a beautiful look. There was a lot of paint that had chipped off. So they were, had lots of texture, lots of, uh, chippiness to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
I thought they were really lovely. I, I, you know, at some point though, I was kind of ready to move on to something else. So they're actually in my garage right now. Oh, you so still have yours. I still have them. Good I for mean, you. Yeah. But so, you know, hmm, yeah, so I still have them, but that is a, it is a great look. And if you're going to be doing a ceiling, you're probably going to have to buy new ones because you probably won't be able to find enough vintage ones to fill your entire ceiling. But yeah, there are companies they, that make the new ones uh, and that are that are very nice. So you could do that. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of companies that make the new ones. There's even uh, metal crown molding that you can purchase to go along with it. Um, we had some in the kitchen here, but because of the way we were going to, we had to change the line of the ceiling a little bit. What was It was kind of weird the way it was dipping down. And so we had to take those down. And I saved those uh, that were salvaged from the kitchen ceiling uh but they're really hard to remove so if you they don't do it the right way you know they really get damaged so mm-hmm. um yeah so if you're trying to buy them uh and and use them repurposed ones that have uh, that are salvaged it might be difficult so i agree with anita it's probably better just to go with new ones and you know it's it's really, I mean, other than maybe having some cool patina on it from paint or whatever, they're made very much, it's tin, and they're made very much like they were, you know, hundreds of years ago. Well, and you can get them in the color that you want, a metallic, a silver, mm-hmm. white, or, you know, probably some other color. So, yeah. Right. So, I think that's something you can check out. And I've also seen them used as a backsplash. So, that's an option as well. Oh, that's a cool way to use it. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. And yeah, and they come in different sizes. Like Anita was saying, hers are really large. Um, they do have smaller ones, you know, that would be more like a actual tile, what you would think of like a backsplash tile size or a bathroom tile size. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, where you see the advertisements for those sorts of things, oftentimes they're in like at the back of magazines and stuff, those older companies that have been making the, these ceiling tiles mm-hmm. for years. That's where sometimes where you can find, uh, you know, leads on where you can get them. Or of course you could just Google it. So tin ceilings up, uh, 563% over the year before on searches on Pinterest. That's kind of interesting. It is. And this was another one. Now this one surprised me. Geometric wall murals, which I had to look to see what that was. I really wasn't familiar with it, but it's basically taking some paint. You could use leftover paint or new paint, and then you get your painter's tape, uh, tape out some shapes on your wall, and then just go to town and paint triangles, squares, you know, whatever kind of shape you want. And then you can have them overlapping and uh, do a whole wall with that. I think that's a fun thing to do. You could kind of, it looks, some of these kind of look like quilt patterns even to me. If this was a video, you would see that I'm making a scrunchy face. I don't like this one. (laughs) You know, it's just, it can stay on the list. Uh, It's it's up 225% over searches from last year. Uh, But I don't know, like who's searching for this? I don't know. Oh, that's I what I'm thinking, saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of surprised by it's that. It's a one. lot of effort, particularly now when there's so many cool removable wallpapers and stencils and things that you could just stick on your wall, and probably wouldn't be that much more expensive to purchase than buying all these different colors of paint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't geometric shapes don't really mm-hmm. move me. Yeah, not gonna lie. I'm not, I'm not doing this one. First off, like you said, well, first off, it's, it's not my look. Secondly, this looks like way too much work. Why wouldn't I, if I really wanted some look on my wall, why wouldn't I just use the wallpaper? 
the only thing I liked about it was that you could paint over it when you decided you didn't <laughs> like it six months later. <laughs> but, but that was all very good the way you just presented it as, you know, very, it's just, it's very democratically like, okay, yes, I'm this trying. Could be, this could be good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure it could look cool in the right space. For me personally, and I think, I, you know, to advise someone like, yeah, go ahead and do that, you know, and, and call me in like six months when you're done. Like, it's too much time doing oh, that. Oh, no, no, and I'm what not if doing you go, that. Yeah. And uh, like, you don't just need painter's tape is what, you know, like they're saying, oh, you need is painter's tape. Well, that's a lie. I hate when those DIY <laughs> things lie like that. You're like, well, no, that's not exactly. <laughs> you need like a month and then you need a lot of paint. Mm-hmm. And you oh, need a yeah. big giant wall. And then like, what do you do with your furniture that's in front of the wall? I mean, I could, I guess I could only really see this working in maybe like a playroom or like a hallway. Okay. Let's move on. I think that's not. That's well, I don't want to insult anyone if they like geometric shapes, but <laughs> it's just not my thing. Yeah. That, yeah. That one was kind of a thumbs, two thumbs down on that one. Yeah. But it, but isn't it just a beautiful thing how it makes the world go round? Well, 225 percent like- more people. So that means other people were still looking for it before, but now even mm-hmm. more people are looking for it. Right. Like- well, and I mean, that's. I think I, I. I mean, I like that about the podcast that we can talk about all these different types, and sometimes we're talking about styles that aren't our own particular style. But you know, I, I try to have an open mind, and and you know. Not about the yellow, though. You're a little... I know. Well, the 70s, I told you. I've got a bad, you know... Ooh, I don't bad. know what happened to you back then. But <laughs> I was beginning to wonder myself. You weren't even born then, so I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, well, I was pretty young. Yeah. Very. Yes. Mm-hmm. In utero, perhaps. Okay. Like, how about... Um, apparently, succulents have grown up and become cactus, which isn't really what happens, everybody, and you know that, but... So, you know. who's going to tell the succulents they're no longer in? Well, they can go off in the corner and begrudge the trends with the fiddly fig. Because they're going to just say, fine, don't water me and see what happens. And, and you know what? They'll survive. They'll that's my fine. point. That's yes. my point. Ha, ha, Along ha. with the cactus. Good yeah, joke. That's right. Uh, but the Not cactus, really. It was really <laughs> Cactus, it's up 235% over searching for last year. How to decorate with cactus. Okay. Or cacti, I should okay, say, which so is the I'm floral. thinking... I'm thinking I had a cactus in 1974. Oh, you would you stop the 70s? I think, it, I think it died. Tonight you're going to have to watch uh, oh, that. So I was a kid. I was. I was not. I Everybody was a got a cactus, and it would be the one with got the little flower on it. it was so cute. And you yep. named it. I got a cactus all the time. My daughter okay. in her dorm room got three cactuses and she named them after our three dogs. Mm-hmm. And she takes pictures of them to show me when they get flowers. It's so cute. So cute. And little pink pots with little gold saucers. They're darling. So little Mm -hmm. cactuses are cute. I'm not a big, even though I live in a desert, I am not a big cactus fan. Um, I think xeroscaping is super cool, but I don't know that I'd want to live with it. Plus, it doesn't really go with the exterior of my home. But it is really cool. But to have a cactus inside your house, I mean, talk about low care. Yeah, that would be the thing for me. It's like having a stuffed dog. Like You're like, yeah. Whatever. If I, have I a could plant. keep a plant alive, see, that's what it would be. Well, put your cactus under your cloche. No, mm-hmm. it wouldn't like that. It would be too moist. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't right. even like that. Just mm, leave exactly. it out in the open air. Yeah. So, yeah, cactus, cacti, go for it. Uh, you know, they're, they can be really pretty. Um, and yeah, I'm not anti-cactus. I think they're interesting. I mean, it's it's not my favorite plant, but you know, 
I think it, you know, but I mean, it's a plant. So it's, it's interesting. It's green. It's living. Right. So I would definitely yeah. tell someone to get a cactus over painting geometric wall mural. Yeah. Pictures. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. yeah. I'm not anti cacti. So <laughs> say that three times fast. Okay. In general, <laughs> greenery is, is up. So plants are up. You know, that's great. Thumbs up for plants. Everybody should have plants in their house, but it is very true. Right. Right now. Uh, plants are like the hot, hot thing. If I have a friend who's a real estate agent and she's like, we don't even stage houses too much anymore. We just, she actually calls like this nursery and rents all these plants. Oh, really? What a great idea. Yeah. She just like stuffs the house with plants. I think that's a fantastic idea. I would just like going in the house to see all the plants. 287% over searches from last mm-hmm. year on how to decorate with plants. So easy. Um, and there's so, oh gosh, there's just so many sites and tips from, you know, real garden sites to decor sites telling you, you know, how to take care of the various plants. But definitely if you're into, uh, adding some plants, just don't go, to a garden center or even like a big box store and just buy one that happens to look good on that day. Do your research because there's definitely a uh, fairly small mm-hmm. list of easy care house plants because mm-hmm. lots of things can go wrong. So remember pot. before I was talking about having the rotation and then right. just bring them in because I just for me, my plants have always been better outside than inside. So I kind of like the idea of having a rotation so that you know, if they're starting to look a little unhappy, you can whip them outside and bring another one in. Right. What do we and call that? The fresh air fund for your plants. There's something like that. Yeah. But, you know, I this is my favorite one of all the ideas that we're going over today from Pinterest is the greenery. I love the idea of bringing plants in. I think it's a fabulous idea. Okay. And they add uh, so much freshness. Yeah. They do. They do. Um, another one is tile, stenciling your tile. Or stenciling your floor, like your laminate floor or something like that. So oh, that's stencil- so hot right now. Yeah, that's up 1,276%. If anybody well, if cares. You've got, if you've got the laminate tiles, what a great way to update them. I mean, I've seen these done and it, they're, it's really amazing how cool it looks once they're painted with these stencils. I love the idea. My only concern with this is, you know, a few years from now, it may not you know, it may look very, you know, 2019, but I, I think I it's a pretty know. cool look. I really? Know. I hope, I hope I'm wrong because I really do like the look a lot. Um, I don't think it's going to look, I don't, it really depends on what your stencil okay. is. Like, okay, okay. So if you stenciled, uh, like, you know, ducks across the top of your ceiling, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, okay. 1974. There we go. I'm going to say early 80s, right there. Um, so, you know, obviously that is dated, you know, that was probably dated as soon as it dried. But if you do some cool stencil that has, um, you know, kind of like those uh, cement tiles that have that cool look to them, almost like, I don't want to say Moroccan, but, you know, almost that sort of like that kind of look. Um, I think that that, I think that transcends mm-hmm. or, you know, you do some sort of like um, black and white even you know, timeless. So, mm-hmm. and you can take a really cruddy looking linoleum. Now, I don't really know how this sort of thing holds up because I've never done this, but there is a lot of information out there. So if you're thinking about it, I would do as much research as possible because here is the story. This is a lot of effort, right? Making a stencil on a floor 
or stenciling your backsplash or something like that. That's a lot of effort. You've got to line mm-hmm. it all up. It's going to take time. You might want to, you know, ch- chunk it out and do it over a course of, you know, several days or weekends or something like that. So maybe I would test it and do it in an area where people are going to walk on it a lot and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Or do, if you had a loose one, like if you had a tile somewhere that, or you purchase one that's similar to what you've got and do it on that sort of laminate material and see what, how it holds up. Because it, it would be very sad if you, and all that effort. There was a girl on my um, recent laundry room tour. I, I can't remember her first right name right now, um, but she's... She did a beautiful laundry room. She stenciled the floor. So if I, you guys, I'll, sh- I'll add the link to, to that tour here in these show notes so you can see. Oh my gosh, my heart broke. She did this kind of gray and white stencil on her laundry room floor, went over the laminate. It looked absolutely stunning. And literally like three days later, the whole room flooded. <gasps> oh, and like flooded no. so badly, like, I don't know, coming from the bottom or something. So all the wood had to be taken up. Oh. All her work to be taken up but she had such a good attitude about it and she didn't she was on it again oh yeah well i'm very sorry to hear that that doesn't sound fun at all yeah yeah awful um so yeah but try it and if you do it let us know well this next one i'm also happy about i love the idea uh but you know but it's kind of a commitment and that is wallpaper you know, I've always loved wallpaper. It kind of fell out of um it kind of fell out of favor and I was kind of relieved a little bit because again, you put this up, it's it's expensive to buy it. It's expensive to, you know, have it installed if you're not doing it yourself and then you know, if it's a pattern, so it's probably going to go out of date, so it's you're probably going to have to switch it out faster than if you paint it. So that's my, the downside to it, but I love the look of a beautiful wallpaper and this is up and a lot of the newer wallpapers are not, you know, the traditional ones um, that, that, you know, I've seen a lot of now they're, you know, more um, geometric as we've been talking about polka dotted or just different patterns that are geometric. Um, Anyway, so there's a lot of, and but the other thing I do like about this is that there are the removable wallpapers. So that's that's the plus here. So I think if I were doing this, I would probably do one of those removable wallpapers. I I love wallpaper and you're right. It was it seems like so old fashioned and granny like and everybody's pulling it down and everybody was going all white, but you know, here comes the pendulum. Watch out, don't let it hit you in the head. It's coming back for wallpaper. Uh really strong. And in fact, I had recently had a wallpaper man here and he's an older guy and he's like, I'm so glad I'm still able to do this when wallpaper's now coming back into vogue. And he's probably like 75. And so, you know, hopefully he, he wants to keep working. Hopefully he has a couple of more years where he can be getting up and down on the ladder and doing the wallpaper. He did a great job in my house. I did, um, this, um, 
it's paintable, but you don't have to paint it. So it's really just kind of like relief. It's white wallpaper that actually kind of looks like ceiling tiles. Uh, it's really lovely. And it's from um, Graham and Brown. And I can link that in the show notes as well. And I was listening to a podcast the other day. It's a gardening podcast, but she was giving all sorts of tips about uh, adding floral bits to your house. And she, and she mentioned this wallpaper that sounded so good to me. Um, so I'll pass it on to you guys. It's actually a part of Magnolia, which I'm not usually a fan of too much of the stuff going on there, but I love this wallpaper. It's called Heirloom Rose mm. wallpaper and mm-hmm. it's black and white. It's kind of similar to the House of Hackney that I have in the wallpaper panels in my living room and it's less expensive than that. And it's really pretty. And she has a, in a lot of different color waves. So that's a really s- lovely one to add. Mm-hmm. It would be beautiful anywhere, but particularly in a bedroom. Well, that sounds lovely. And the last one today Ooh, are the natural one, the natural pools. I love this idea. Yeah, you know, because idea. we we like the natural things, and we're very uh, much opposed to a lot of these harsh chemicals. And we do. Uh, Kelly and I both love to use as many natural products as possible. So, and you know, it wasn't that long ago that they kind of went with the salt uh, water instead of the chlorine. Pools. I think it does still use chlorine, but they use mm-hmm. less chlorine. Right. But now they're going with uh, some chemical-free alternatives are possible. And these use aquatic plants and biological filters to purify the water, which I love. Yeah. We, we always, ha- before we lived in this house, we, always, we almost always had a pool when we had a house. So in San Marino, we had a, ha- a pool and we changed that one from cl- regular chlorine to salt water. And what a difference that made. Oh, it was so much nicer to swim in it and mm-hmm. uh, your hair felt better or you just, you know, you didn't get that. I mean, you're still breathing in those fumes. Um, so this, we did not do a pool here that we just figured like the girls are getting older. They're all out. And when we had the pool and they were little, it was so nice to be able to have everybody over. And it seemed like a little Mecca in our backyard for the, the kids, especially in the summertime. So we didn't do a pool here, but if I ever did a pool again, I would definitely consider, and I'm sure by then these natural pools will probably be the way to go, but it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to think about like that there's actual plants in there that are keeping the water clean. I don't know sure how that all works, but I think it's a great thing. Up uh, 262% people searching for that. Well, and it's, it's a, you know, a hot trend right now. It's fairly new. So if you contact the contractors in your area, they may say, what are you talking about? But hopefully fairly soon, if you call them up and ask, they'll say, oh, why, yes, we have this option available for you. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Or just so make a Pinterest board on it. And then, you know, then you'll find somebody that could do it for you, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was interesting. This was a little different take on the trends. This is uh, what Pinterest is telling us. Yeah, but it's, it's going but to yes, popular. it's from Pinterest, but it's it's mm-hmm. from the people. From well, the people. Right. Well, that's <laughs> true. Well, that is true because I think a lot of times we hear this. These are the trends. These are the trends, and it's some you know I'm using air quotes here. Expert telling us right. But Pinterest, this is what the people are people are interested in, and so that is a very and so this is a very different. A result because we just heard, for example, that the texture, you know, like the macrame type uh, texture art was out. So isn't that interesting? Pinterest says no. Right, exactly. So, you know, and as we discussed, there's different ways to to 
you know, have that happen in your house with the textile art and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, when you pull it up on Pinterest, you're definitely seeing, you know, parts of it of those, you know, macrame owls are still hanging around. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I thought that this was such an interesting way to take a look at the trends and to see what people really want in their houses Mm -hmm. and what they're thinking about. And I think so much of it is, I know, I know, you know, a few things did harken back for somebody to the seventies, but (laughs) I think most of it is very forward thinking. Like, so, you know, kudos to everybody Mm -hmm. out there who's on Pinterest, Mm -hmm. you know, they're Mm -hmm. not like, Hey, you know, how can I get, you know, uh, a word sign, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. thinking about how do I put in a natural pool? Oh, I love you know? that one. Right. And, 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 and this just kind of speaks to what we've said before, too. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. It's kind of old trends that come back, but they're reimagined a little different way. So, you know, so when the trends come back, they're, they're modified. You know, so there's some, you know, looking back to the past, but there's with, with fresh updates. So it's, it's fun to see what's coming and going. So are you ready for the... We got to do our crushes. Crushes. Gonna, we don't have time for a listener question today. We're going to be okay. talking your ears off, but let's let's get a crush in. Okay. So it's heartworm pill time at my house today. <laughs> and <laughs> I know, isn't that exciting? You know, uh, you're always keeping it real. <laughs> Poor Molly. It's time to give her one of those horse pills. Uh, which are the heartworm pills. And I have a Holly who's, she's very, she's very suspicious. She's, she's pretty smart and she knows a little too much. We've tried covering the pill with cream cheese. I've tried grinding it up with peanut butter, but she knows, she knows. And so somebody suggested on, on my blog, why don't you try the pill pockets? And that's what we've done. And you kind of mold around the pill and it, you know, you can get different flavors like chicken. So I'm, they have been very effective most of the time. Some days she can eat it off of the pill, but, uh, you know, they, they work most of the time. And I think for a lot of dogs, they would probably swallow first and ask questions later. Um, but I just have a very suspicious dog. But anyway, we'll have a link to them where you can get them online. But they're, I think they're a good thing. And it's definitely been very helpful. And there's no grinding. I mean, it certainly is one of the easiest ways to go as far as you know, sneaking a pill uh, down your dog's uh, mouth without them knowing what's going on. That's a great tip. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I, making it easier is definitely probably the crush part, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's right. I mean, it's a it solves a problem, right? If, I love, if something's going to make my life solver. easier, I'm going to crush on it. Oh, yeah, and yes, and you don't have to crush the pill. That's a good one. Um, okay, <laughs> my crush is something that you guys are going to love. Unlike the pill pocket, no, no, <laughs> people will love that too. I know they will. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'm not saying another thing because those darn glass food containers. You know, I almost had to eat one because I was making so much fun of you. <laughs> But yeah, I got true. them myself, and then all these people were buying them and gift wrapping them for Christmas. Yeah, I love it. Okay, but I got, I ordered myself a pair of the uh, fur, faux fur mule slides, or mule slides, maybe that's redundant, mules from Cactus Lounge Boutique. And they came yes. yesterday. 
you guys. They're so cute online. Tell no, us. They're so cute online. But then you think, I was like, oh my gosh, but it's such a great, but they were like on sale for like $15 or something like So I think Stop with, it. Yeah, yeah, with shipping, it was like $20.97 or something like that. And I thought, I just had to have that. I kept seeing that she kept styling them with different sweaters and stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. I was, I, um, I follow, uh, Cactus Lounge Boutique on Instagram and I was seeing Mm -hmm. them and every time I saw them I was like drawn to them. They look like Gucci on the outside and then they're fur on the inside. Not not shearling like uh, almost like a sort of a brown uh, Mm -hmm. different toned fur. They are so cute. They're so comfortable. And Alyssa mm. tell me they run a little small. So, um, but I went with the seven and a half and they're perfect. So guess what they are now? They're my what? house shoes. See? House shoes and glass food. And I containers. think you made fun of me for that. And I might get this shoes. pill pocket now for my dogs. <laughs> but no, I, she doesn't have that many of them left. So I hope by the okay. time this goes live, she still has some. There's well, sort of thank limited you that sizes. I get to hear this before it goes live because that's when the things sell out. So now I have a, oh, no. a, a couple of days. Yeah, I have a couple of days to get in there and get them before it's too late. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you really should. They are so cute and comfy. Perfect. So mm-hmm. thanks to Cactus Lounge Boutique uh, for providing those to the universe. Today was fun. I really enjoyed this. And I have to say, I don't spend as much time. When we first started blogging, I spent so much time on Pinterest, you know, as trying to get my stuff pinned to get out there. And, uh, you know, then you kind of like, oh, yeah, now I'm on Pinterest and my stuff kind of gets pinned around. And that's nice. I don't go on there as much anymore. And of course, when I was doing my house, I was on there all the time. And anybody's free to take a look at my um, house inspiration boards and stuff that I created for this house. Sometimes uh, I just like to look through them and see what I've used and where we've gone and what I forgot about. Uh, so those are some great boards to look at. Anita has gorgeous, gorgeous Pinterest boards as well. So it was fun to dive back into the world of Pinterest and see what's going on over there. It's a great place, isn't it? It's like a happy it place. And Lots of great ideas. Yeah. I liked, I like, I like that Pinterest exists. Me so- too. So thanks everybody for hanging out with us today. Um, and hey, if you have a, um, something that you're searching for on Pinterest or something that you think would be at, you know, really great to add to this conversation, please email us and let us know and we can talk about it in an upcoming episode. So thanks for hanging out with us today. And remember, we're always here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time. want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.